Jesus, Holy Spirit. Thank you for another time in your presence. I pray that Jesus is revealed and that Jesus is glorified in this time here with you, Lord. Cause men to be drawn to this word, to be to listen to this word and be transformed. Touch lives, bring hope again, Lord, to the lives of people. Transform us. Help us, Lord, to be doers of your word and not just hearers alone. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hello, Bethel Praise. I welcome you to another time in God's presence. I titled this edition, Understanding the Prophetic. Understanding the Prophetic. Precious Holy Spirit, I receive your help. Amen. By the hand of prophets, God has wrought so many miracles, so many special miracles. Going down the Bible lane, we've seen how God has delivered many territories. By the hand of prophets, God delivered the children of Israel. There have been healings and deliverance and major breakthroughs even in the life of individuals. The prophetic seeks to edify, to exhort, to comfort and to bring correction. If at the end of any prophetic word or meeting you are not left or if, if at the end of any prophetic word or meeting you are left in a far worse place or you are confused after you are given the prophetic word. It probably wasn't from a true prophet. Because prophecy at the end of the day helps to reveal. And then if you are left in confusion, you definitely did not receive a prophetic word. I would agree that there are many errors in the body today. And that many people call themselves prophets anyway. But a prophet is a man called of God that occupies an office with the prophetic or he called the office the prophetic office. Not all of these people you see out there that prophesy are actually prophets. Some only have the gift of the prophetic. You can impart your hands upon someone and the person can receive the gift Paul classified the gifts of the Spirit. So it's possible for you to receive the gifts of prophecy. That does not make you a prophet. In our days, we have just, well, we have a number of prophets. The number of people that have the gifts are not compared to the amount of people that are truly prophets. Look at the case of Jeremiah. God ordained him a prophet before he was formed in the womb of his mother. You can have the gifts and another could be a prophet. They are two different things. In fact, it takes an average of, say, 15 years to train a prophet to occupy his office. In the prophetic, 
we can broadly classify the two dimensions that come from that office into the revelatory and the creative dimension the creative dimension was an example in the bible was where the prophet said by this time tomorrow there will be this sold at this amount and then that guy didn't believe and the crowd trampled him on their feet Elijah also prophesied that there will be no rain and there was no rain let me give an example of revelatory knowledge revelatory, revelatory knowledge is when you see someone like prophet Ezekiel say I saw I heard prophecy always seeks to reveal but there is a dimension that can create a reality that wasn't there before so by the hand of prophets God has wrought special miracles and has done great and wonderful things in the lives of many in nations of the world now there are three categories of people that we have out there the first category of people that might call themselves prophets they are truly called by God they are prophets they are clean and they are doing ministry the way it should be done the second category of these people they have mixed they were truly called by God but they have mixed something else along the line into their call and then it makes them impure and if you stay under the ministry of such a person you are going to receive a spirit that is not of God because in ministering to you you receive from the spirit of the man now the third category is the category of people who were not called at all their aim right from the beginning of the ministry was to feed their belly and destroy the lives of people they are propagating the ministry of the enemy or the devil and then we could call them diviners because they are not prophets and you see an example in act 16 verse 16 where there was a lady prophesying oh these are the apostles of the lord they're sent here to do this and that and paul was vexed in the spirit after some days and then he cast out the spirit from the lady and you see the reaction immediately they arrested him because at the end of the day the goal for the diviner is the belly so you have many of these people out there they are not truly called by god i know that there are people who are truly called by god but greed has even gotten in the way but in this case these people are after the financial the financial part the financial part is the major aim for even getting into ministry at all one thing that you should know is that whenever you are in a ministry and then you see signs and wonders that's all you witness then you are in danger because the bible lets us understand that it is where god's word goes that his power follows so if you're in a place and there is no message all you see is signs and wonders you should run away from there because the message will come and then the power has to follow to back the message god will never leave himself without a witness so if there are signs and wonders it is to attest that the message is true and it's of God so the message might be of love the message might be of faith the message might be of prosperity then you see the signs and wonders following but we have many today all they do is signs and wonders from the beginning of the service to the end is all prophecy 
you should be careful. You know that the spirit of divination is also categorized as um, in Greek it's called python, a python spirit, and you know that's like a snake. And obviously, what a python does, it, it, it squeezes out the life from his prey. That's what a python seeks to do. It squeezes, snuffs out life from the air. The moment the prey moves a bit, it squeezes it more with the muscle. Obviously, the devil is out there to kill, to steal and destroy. Nothing else. So how do you recognize a fake from a, from a real prophet? Or how do you differentiate a prophet from someone who is prophesying with the spirit of divination the first thing i want you to look out for in the life of a man that you call your prophet is his level of consecration how consecrated is this man when you study the life of a man you can see the allowance he gives to a lot of things you're able to tell whether this one is truly of god or not then what's his knowledge bank of the word of god does he understand the word does he pay attention to the word how much of the word does he communicate to you in the prophecies he gives? Is he always prophecy, prophecy, prophecy without instruction from God's word? Now the major part that touches my heart the most is people living abroad. I know that many of the people who listen to our podcast here or to these messages, they are outside of the country. And to them... All these people that roll dice and then all these cards and all these stargazers and horoscope to them it's normal but I've come to tell you today that if you allow people to keep reading your palms and you know the dice and all of those things you're allowing demons into your life because those things are not of God I've come to help you today I've come to give you some level of clarity so that you are able to differentiate between a man who is truly a prophet and one who is prophesying with the spirit of divination. You see, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 10 says, The Spirit of God searches all things, yea, even the deep things of God. When you read that scripture, it would not make sense to you to think that the Spirit of God is the one searching his own spirit. No. When God put his breath in Adam, what Adam received from God was the spirit of a man. So he received the spirit of man, right? The allocation in God was the spirit of a man. And he also received the spirit of God. True. So, it is the Holy Spirit in this scripture holding the spirit of a man, helping him to such things. And to even see the deep things of God. So now, the spirit of a man has all the information about a man. The spirit of a man knows more than his brain does. The spirit of a man has all the information about his lineage, about his generation, and about some of his predestination. That is, some of the things God has put into him that he's probably going to do in life. And then, when you expose yourself to these people, what they do is they read the spirit of the man. So anytime you go to a stargazer and person mentions your name, as someone recently online, she met someone on the train and person was giving her all kinds of prophecy and then she was excited. I just shook my head because ignorance kills. And then that person will now begin to 
enter into a series of deliverance later, not knowing that just that few seconds of allowing the devil mess with her gave her spirits that she didn't even need. So, the spirit of God holds the hands of a man and helps him to search the inward parts of God. When you sit before a diviner, what is spirit? What the diviner is doing is with the spirit, with unclean spirit, he's accessing your human spirit to get information about you. So is your human spirit giving information about you to the man or to the woman? So how do you differentiate between that diviner and the prophet of God? A prophet can prophesy to you by speaking to your spirit. He can ask questions from your spirit with his own spirit. That is actually very okay. And that is where you get prophecies from, oh, your name, what you did yesterday, your past events. It's still the spirit of God helping the human spirit. That's the prophet spirit to access your human spirit to get information, right? But this is the clear difference. Remember this scripture, 1 Corinthians 2, chapter 10, that I just quoted, that there's a place for searching all things. Those all things might be the things in the spirit of the man, but then there is a part called the deep of God. That is the place where the spirit of God is the only person or the only individual that can help you to search if you ask the person using the spirit of divination now to give you information about say God's plan or purpose for your life they are going to be stuck because they are not giving access to that information only a prophet who has the spirit of God can access the deep things of God that is why you receive confirmations of things you heard from God from prophets because they are giving access to the things of God that is why the Bible says there that the Spirit of God searches the deep things of God. And then, the Bible says somewhere in the New Testament that if they knew they wouldn't have crucified Christ, that information was not given to them. I love the Holy Spirit. Let me show you a story. I'll, I'll um, take two stories, but before I do that, let me show you something. Do you know Romans chapter 8 verse 14 says that those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So that means all these people that run the prophets, it just shows that you are immature. Because we are not in the Old Testament anymore where you need to depend on prophets to hear from God. You can hear from God yourself. In fact, you are the first prophet of your life. You are the prophet of your life. You are the person in charge of your life. You can speak words to your life, you can destroy your life with words, and you can also create your life with words. Look at Agabus, a prophet in the Bible. Before Paul, he gave him prophecy about how this belt, the person who owns this belt, the Bible says, I mean the Bible says that Agabus said that he will be bound and put in jail. And Paul, regardless, still pressed on and followed the Holy Spirit, followed the promises of the Holy Spirit. Be led by the Spirit of God. Do not be led by the prophet. Let what you heard yourself be what leads you. What you heard yourself from God. Whatever the prophet is giving you should only be a confirmation. 
and then if it's new take it to god in prayers do not take it hook line and sinker if you look at first kings chapter 13 verse 17 it's a story about a prophet who was sent to a territory and then when he went there he delivered the message this clear message given to this prophet was do not eat do not drink do not look back just do your work and get out this man went there did everything was fine but he was leaving and then an elderly prophet came to meet him an older prophet came to meet him and told him um, sir an angel appeared to me yesterday and told me that you can eat and drink and so he believed maybe being an older prophet he felt well I should honor him and respect him and then he followed him home ate drank and the moment he had done all these things the Spirit of God came upon the older prophet and he prophesied to the younger one and told him that because you have disobeyed God you are going to die I can imagine the younger prophet crying going back and then a lion killed him on the road the lion sat down beside the donkey I don't want to read this scripture because it's a very long story and then the older prophet came took the body and buried the guy the reason for telling you this story is because whatever God tells you is what matters the most not what a prophet tells you because a prophet can mislead you that could have been a test from God you might say oh why did the older prophet lie to him it could have been a test from God and let me prove that to you let's look at another scripture this is the second story now Jeremiah chapter 35 from verse 1 to 9 I read the story very fast so that we can have all what God has for us here today God bless you please open your Bibles Jeremiah chapter 35 from verse 1 to 9 and he says the word which came unto Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim the son of jo Josiah king of Judah saying go unto the house of Rechabites and speak unto them and bring them into the house of the Lord into one of the chambers and give them wine to drink verse 3 says then I took John I can't pronounce this word Holy Spirit Jazaniah the son of Jeremiah the son of Habazin Abazinia and his and his brethren and all his sons and the whole house of Rechabites and I brought them into the house of the Lord into the chamber of the sons of Hanan the sons of Idalia a man of God which was by the chamber of the princes which was above the chamber of Messiah the son of Shalom the keeper of the doors and I said before the sons of the house of Rechabites pots full of wine and cups and I said unto them drink ye wine but they said we will not drink no wine for Jonadab the son of Rechab our father commanded us saying ye shall drink no wine neither ye nor your sons forever now let me quickly explain this here God appeared to a prophet and told the prophet to go meet the Rechabites and tell them that they should drink wine and these people refused to drink wine because their father told them that God already told them in their lineage that they must not drink wine verse 7 neither ye shall build houses nor sow seed nor plant vineyards nor have any but all your days ye shall dwell in tents that ye may live many days in the land where ye be strangers thus have we obeyed the voice of Jonadab the son of Rechab our father in all that he had charged us to drink no wine all the days of our all of our days 
we, our wives, our sons, and our daughters, not build houses for us to dwell in. Neither have we vineyard, nor field, nor seed. It's quite a long reading. But if you go reading all the way down, you find out that God was irritated by the children of Israel because this story here is a test for the Rechabites. But the Rechabites still didn't hearken to the voice of the prophet. They didn't drink the wine because of the honor they had for their fathers, knowing that their fathers truly heard from God. They held on to what they knew. Do not be deceived though. Let the Spirit of God lead you. Because at the end of this chapter, you see where God swears by himself saying that, he says, no man on, or this generation or this territory will not lack a man to stand before me. You can take your time to read the scripture. Chapter 35 of Jeremiah. It's a long reading. Be led by the Spirit of God. Do not, do not be deceived by whatever the enemy has, has out there. And know that sometimes God actually does test people. He will give you his word and then testing comes. Second Chronicles 20.20 It says, Believe in God and you will be established. Believe in his prophets and you will prosper. Yes, I know I said be led by the Spirit of God. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't believe that there are truly prophets out there called by God who give you the word of God with accuracy and precision. And then they have the creative dimension to bring in a reality of God's goodness into your life because they have been called to occupy an office where you'll be truly blessed by God. So God says, believe in his prophets and you will prosper. But there's a caution there, be led by God. If a man is truly sent by God, it, you will bear witness in your spirit that this one, he speaks from God because you have the spirit of God in you. But I've come to speak to you today. I've come to speak to you with a creative dimension of God's love. I declare over your lives and for those who have spent the time and the pain to listen to all this teaching from the beginning, the Bible says in the last days, only a few will be able to endure sound doctrine, giving to their pleasures and all of that. So I pray for you that that miracle that you are still trusting God for be released upon your life. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that by this time tomorrow, you shall rejoice you shall hold your miracle in your hand. You shall hold your child. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy to you success in your exams. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy to you receive that favor. Your visas are delivered to you. Your visa is in your hand. Receive that scholarship. Receive that promotion. Receive that oil. Receive that anointing. Step into higher dimensions in God. Your dreams are open to the realms of God. Clarity, purity. Your ears are opened. Your eyes are opened. 
you see deep into God you hear the voice of God your spiritual perception is high your spirit of discernment is high spirit of the living God confirm these words shalataska pratuskata abrea enanumbratushiata elabrantaskate jeletusekwetheliakata oh God thank you thank you Jesus angels are released right now Precious Holy Spirit, I bless your name, O oh God. I bless your name, O oh God. I bless your name, O oh God. Glory unto your holy name. Amen. I call you blessed. I call you blessed. Thank you for connecting. Have a wonderful day.